right, everyone. Welcome to episode three of the Tahoe Trash Talk podcast. Uh, Kayla's taking the time off this week. Um, I know it's been a while. First of all, Happy New Year's, everyone. Um, second of all, we have a very exciting uh, episode coming up here. I have Officer Pete Mann of the uh, California Highway Patrol joining us. Uh, he, if you guys don't know uh, what his role is over there, well, I'm sure you have many roles, Pete, but uh, you're in charge of the Instagram page and the Facebook page for CHP. Is that correct? Yeah, that's absolutely correct. And yeah, like like anything these days, it's do more with less. And uh, we're definitely having to do that with uh, Highway Patrol these days. We're, we're a little shorthanded, but uh, so not only road patrol things and, and that kind of fun nature, but I'm also uh, handling all the social media stuff. I was the one that originally founded those pages. Uh, oh, so many years ago now and, uh, continue to work them today. So it's a lot of fun. Well, I, I mean, everyone in town loves them and it's like the talk of the town. Everyone's always sharing your posts and stuff. Um, how much leeway do they give you guys with the social media over there? It seems like you're roasting, uh, roasting people pretty hard on theirs. I like it. <laughs> You know, so it's a, it's pretty funny. And a, and a lot of it goes back to a, a previous commander of ours. Uh, uh, back in the day, he was a, a captain, but now he's a, a chief, uh, Ryan Stonebreaker, who's also a Tahoe local and, and many people know around here. But uh, when he took over our area, he came to me and said, hey, why don't we have social media pages? And I said, you know, I, I brought this up with a previous commander. And I said, hey, if we're going to do this, I have this mm-hmm. idea and we're going to hurt some feelings. But I think <laughs> and uh and he kind of sat back in his chair as, as Ryan does. He's a very big stoic figure. And, and mm-hmm. I mean, he goes, well, the worst that's going to happen is they're going to tell us to stop. So let's give it a shout and see how it works. And, uh, you know, here we are, uh, that was in 2014. So it's now 2021 and we have, you know, a quarter million followers on Facebook and Instagram has taken off real recently for us. So that's been good. And, uh, we're having a lot of fun with it at the same time, which is always a good thing. And, I think if we can continue to push a safety message and make people laugh and get them to think a little bit and see some mm-hmm. of the zany stuff we see out there, uh, <laughs> we're probably doing the right thing. You said hurt some feelings. Have you have you guys had a lot of complaints on there or a few? You know, or? far less than you'd think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have another guy that's helping me out these days, uh, Officer Perez. He kind of took over for the last year or so when I got pushed back out to road patrol. And then we got a new commander who brought me back into the fold, uh, kind of running things. But Carlos helps me out a ton. And, uh, it's it's been fun kind of teaching him too, like, hey, one person saying one bad thing in the comments, that's fine. It's it's okay. Yeah. It's if if there's thousands of people, then, then we, <laughs> maybe we should dial it back a little bit. You know, one out of uh, you know five hundred comments, I'm not I'm not sweating on that person. And yeah, someone's always going to try to troll, especially you guys, I imagine. Hey, yeah, you know, and so we're we're not we're not really worried about that, and and occasionally we we do hurt a few feelings and things like that, and. The big thing for people to remember is we we try not to single anybody out. We'll never out anybody like, oh, it was yeah. this guy, you know? You, yeah, I noticed you cover up like license plates yeah, and stuff Yeah, cover like up that. license plates. We'll never drop a name or anything like that. The, the goofy part mm-hmm. to me is the people who out themselves in the comments. <laughs> that was my car and I love this and blah, blah. And it's like, oh, what are you doing? I love you going fast in the snow. Yeah, We have had a few of those where we had to go back and, uh, you know, Edit do some creative editing. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. once it's out there, it's kind of out there <laughs> yeah it's there it's there for good usually yeah. um well let's go start at the beginning pete um how how long have you been a chp officer Oof, 16 years wow so you're getting close to retirement or yeah, i'm way too young for that unfortunately uh-huh. um i i Real have another, uh, a little over 11 before i'm eligible so mm-hmm. got a ways to go still nice um and you're a local yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
grew up in Truckee, uh, been in and out of this town more years than I can count. And, uh, yeah, my kids are growing up here now and doing their thing. And, um, I, I haven't found a better place yet. Otherwise I'd probably be there. So <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure you've seen some pretty, uh, amazing changes around here through the years, especially this past couple. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Uh, my, my dad, you know, he immigrated here from Denmark, uh, in, in the mid seventies and, uh, listening to him talk about things, you know, he's like, Oh, the town forever changed the day the sawmill closed. And oh yeah. You look back what at year that, was that? What's that? What year did the sawmill close? Early nineties. And, uh, he, he just, he said it would never be the same. And then the next big switch for him was, uh, the mid nineties when kind of, uh, um, the dot commerce took off up there in Todd honor. And that was kind of the first big surge up there. And, um, you know, you talk to like my father-in-law and stuff who built his house up there in 1978 and he, he's, his attitude's kind of the same, but again, we, we all come back to the same thing. We haven't found a better place yet. So everybody's still roaming around town, except for my parents who bailed to Washington years ago. So, <laughs> um, so the, the premise of this podcast, you know, we're just getting started on it and getting our feet underneath us. But the premise is Tahoe trash talk. Yeah. And I don't know how much trash you can talk as CHP officer Pete Mann. Um, but like, what are some things that might bother you around town or some changes you like to see or some changes that have been made not for the better? Can you? Yeah. You know, I mean, the town, the town's the town. It, it's kind of been its own worst enemy at times. It's uh, mm -hmm. it's definitely fought the highway patrol on a few touches <laughs> over the years, which is, which has been interesting. You know, a lot of it was in our construction and stuff like that. Um, oh, your new, uh, the new building over there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, mm -hmm. uh, Jesus, almost three years old now, but, um, you know, that, that was an undertaking in its own right. You know, our old building was the, the glue lamb broke in the roof and the urinals mm -hmm. were into the walls and things were not going well over there. And, um, it, it took us 10 years to build that building. And, uh, and there was a lot of, you know, kind of political red tape with all of that, but you know, the, mm -hmm. that's any town, that's any process, that's any time the state's involved with anything, it, it becomes a big issue. And so those are things we're, we're constantly fighting, but the big changes around here, you know, it's, it's everything. The town's grown up quite a bit. It went from, um, kind of a, a blue collar, hardworking mountain town to where we are today. And, uh, and you know, there's, there's pros and cons behind everything. And with growth, that's always going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll get into some of the things that are bothering me lately. I mean, first of all, it's like Cookville USA up here right now. How have you guys been dealing with this past storm after 212 inches? It seems like you had your hands full out there. Yeah. You know, the, the storm was a tough one. It was, uh, it was a lot of snow over a short amount of time. And, um, you know, a prime example, uh, uh, my, I had some family members in town that, uh, um, you know, they had called, they said they were coming up and they were going to go to <laughs> Moss place and everything. And I said, you guys might not even make it into town. And they just happened to hit that like little weather window where they were able to sneak in. Uh, oh, they got in. Wow. Yeah. On the 20, I guess it was the 23rd and, uh, not scotch free. They got rear ended in the Canyon, but, uh, oh. <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, they, they get into town and, and, uh, and, and my sister-in-law is talking about, Oh, you know, my plan is to leave tomorrow and it's now Christmas Eve Monday. <laughs> getting out of here tomorrow. And she goes, yeah, 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 we are. And I'm like, no, you're not. I'm going to work tonight and I guarantee the freeway will not be open by the next day. And she's like, no, mm -hmm. I don't know. And you know, we got like three and a half. Yeah, and you're an expert. You're like the guy yeah, or one of the guys, <laughs> you know, so that's just those things. And, um, so yeah, like, it doesn't even matter how close to the, the information you can be. People still make their decision based on, you know, what their want is versus pretty much what, what the rational thing would be to do. And, 
I, I feel like uh, for the eight years I was a PIO in, in Truckee before I went back to Rope Patrol, uh, beating that drum of, hey, man, this is not the time to travel. This is not the time to be up here. You know, maybe wait until there's a weather window and stuff like that. You just you couldn't echo it loud enough. And, uh, you know, we're we're in their way. They're on vacation. They're coming and <laughs> they're coming whether they want us or not. <laughs> that last happened. Was it that the post of yours you put it there? It was uh, like out of the shining or whatever. Oh yeah, was that a squaw memes post? Yeah, yeah. Um, somebody somebody sent that to me, and I thought it was. Like, <laughs> I did get a, a negative comment on that. So <laughs> we're here to have a good time too. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean everyone is right. Um, what was up with that? Uh, we saw someone turn down the train tracks the other day. Yeah, so I've heard a few different stories about that one. Um, some of them are, are a little far-fetched out there. Um, setting the record straight, the visibility had nothing to do with it. He didn't uh -huh. get lost or anything like that. Um, homeboy just went down the train tracks. We don't know why. Um, it could I have been a fly back. fisherman. It's some good fly fishing down there. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's still a weird access point. but <laughs> um, Yeah, but he, he went down there and couldn't get out in time. And, you know, those trains take like a mile to stop, so... Did uh, it? Did it actually hit the car? Or? It actually, did hit the car. Yeah. Oh, gnarly! Yeah. So we have we have a few good pictures, and then uh, the uh, the train actually backed him up, like because he was kind of hooked up to him and was able to pull him back to an access point where we'd get a tow truck and get him out of there. Wow. But, uh, well, your post couldn't have been any better on that one. Twenty twenty two, the train, and twenty twenty one, the car. <laughs> I, I I can always kind of. Um, venture on how posts are going to go by the knee-jerk reaction of my wife like mm -hmm. if i can get her to kind of like you know choke up a bit when she reads it or or even mm -hmm. tell me it might be a little too far then i know i'm on the right track so is she on board does she dial you or like rein you in sometimes or you know though <laughs> i probably shouldn't talk about some of this stuff but um, <laughs> <laughs> she she sometimes is my muse she sometimes mm -hmm. tells me uh you know maybe you can go a little further with that or uh or you know you're you're hitting the nail on the head here or um, she, she definitely will, will be some of the spicy ones in the comments sometimes, you know, she, uh, she's stirring tr up trouble in the comments and not stirring up trouble, but, but definitely likes to get involved in the replies. Like, no, you got to say this. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> so she's, she's a good one. She's witty and, uh, she makes uh, it. Yeah. It's good to bounce ideas off somebody for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I have some beef to pick with you here, uh, <laughs> officer man. Um, so my partner Kayla's not here, but she is a very beautiful blonde woman. And I've been hearing reports of the, all the blonde girls getting off in town from you guys pulling them over, you know, <laughs> they like fake the tears and, uh, you know, they give you the whole workaround and, uh, I hear, I hear they're all getting off. What's up with that? I, I don't know about that. I, I can <laughs> more deny that. I will tell you, uh, my wife one day when she was geez, we were probably 20. She was coming down to meet me in the Delta. We were going wakeboarding for the weekend and, uh, she got pulled over, uh, in the Auburn CHP area and she's wearing her little red bikini and she calls me and she's like, I'm still 90, <laughs> but I still got a ticket. And I'm like, well, babe, I guess you're just not hot enough. And man, wow. Did I dig How's a hole on that one? <laughs> <laughs> um, are there any, uh, female officers at Truckee? Uh, currently we have one. Yeah. She's my mm -hmm. uh, current graveyard partner. Her name's Heather and uh, really, really rad lady. So she's nice. actually getting ready to retire. She retires here in uh, March. Oh. So wow. moving to Tennessee, she's calling it quits. She's gone. Wow. Good for her. Yeah. So does she let, uh, does she let hot dudes off or is that how it works or, you know, I don't know. We'd have to ask her. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, all right. Where are we going with this? All right. So I have a question for you. Um, 
What's up with uh, Trucky PD? Are you guys like you guys have beef with him over there? Are they like the B team in town, or uh, how's that going? <laughs> oh man, Trucky like- PD! I I love those dudes. They're super super good dudes. Um, mm-hmm. They they have come a long way as an agency. Like I, I again, growing up here, uh, mm-hmm. remember what they were like when they first all of a sudden appeared. In fact, I had just moved back here from Orlando and I got pulled over for running a red light. You know, making a right turn on a red and everything. And mm-hmm. white car, who is this? And I was kind of like freaking out about the stop because i couldn't figure out what agency it was you know and this guy walks up and i'm like yeah okay i understand what i did and everything but i'm like but who are you and he goes oh we're trucky police department and i just started laughing i'm like police department i'm like 19 years old I'm like, we don't need a police department we got the, <laughs> we got the sheriff we got i'm like like naming all these agencies and i'm like okay well i i get it but um yeah, long story short, uh, over the 13 years that I've been working in this office, uh, those guys, they've, they've come a long way and they're, they're an awesome agency. You know, um, they've had really, really good management over there the last few years and, uh, it seems to be on an upswing for them. So, uh, I, I, I really dig those guys. They back us up a lot at night because, uh, truthfully at night, there's, um, you know, in the, the wee hours of the morning that I like to work, um, there's two of us. So having those yeah. guys around and having Placer County, which we've always had an amazing relationship with around, uh, makes, makes a huge difference and, uh, and kudos to those dudes. And, and I, I like having them out there. So you guys work well together. It's not like a super trooper situation where you guys are, uh, pulling pranks on them all day. Yeah, you know, uh, every once in a while we, we like to mess with them a little bit. <laughs> I had this whole thing going where I was going to start messing with the pig that they were uh, posting online and stuff. And, uh, we, I don't know. One of the other guys kind of talked me out of it, but yeah, yeah <laughs> there, there were the definitely edge. some pictures of uh, Gunter RLF eating a plate of bacon and stuff like that. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Oh man. Um, and then you trucky fire. Do you guys have a good relationship with them? I mean, those tri-tip eaters over there, you know, they're usually <laughs> just taking naps and cooking tri-tips. Yeah. Uh, yeah trucky <laughs> fire for sure. Um, you know, the, the hard part with, uh, with the incorporated city versus like being the state patrol, uh, we deal with the unincorporated guys a lot more. So North Tahoe, um, and those incline guys yep. over there? No. Mm-hmm. All the incline guys. Let's not get started. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially that Michael Wilcox guy. I know he's out Yeah, there. yeah. He's, he's trouble. But, um, yeah. They have no, they're all, all, in all their good bed. dudes. I, I absolutely love every single one of them and would do anything for them if they asked. So mm-hmm. it, it's just one of those things. Eh? They're all good guys. But there is definitely a, a solid ribbing all the time. I like it. Person. Yeah. And I think yeah, what we need is uh, we need some hockey teams between all the agencies Dude. up here. That would be great. Right. We tried the basketball thing and the, the high school kids just kept kicking our butts. And so that kind of <laughs> fell by the wayside. But uh, yeah, you guys are uh, turning ankles out there and off duty. Oh, God. Hamstrings. Like there, there's a lot of old guys that work up here and it, and it doesn't work well. But um, <laughs> softball, softball has been going good with uh, Placer County the last few years. So that's been fun. Mm-hmm. I, I will tell you, uh, I mean, I'm not going to admit my team's full of ringers. It's full of ringers. But um <laughs> you guys juicing over there or what? I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You can't lose to the county Mounties, right? So <laughs> we're out there having a good time at that Mike Davis tournament every year that Placer puts on. And it, it doesn't matter. I mean, we we both could be absolute dead last in that tournament. And when Placer Tahoe plays Placer CHP, that's the only game anybody cares about. And uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's always a good time. So, yeah. Uh, you have to keep me post on that next time. I'll come out and do some heckling. Yeah, uh, perfect. I'll wear a mask though. So you guys can identify me. You know, I don't want to be targeted <laughs> on the roads. Um, all right. So you were talking about like working late nights with uh Truckee PD. You're up late at night. What what would you say that's like the most dangerous thing you guys do out there? Oof, what do you, you think? What, what you find the most dangerous? <laughs> so like I said, I've been on, on this department for 16 years and it's changed a lot. 
you know, as far as just my job, you know, I started in Los Angeles and worked my way back up here. And, um, just the, the overall difference in what the highway patrol officer does on a daily basis has mm-hmm. changed. You know, it used to be just ticket writing DUIs, the occasional, you know, whatever arrest you fell into. And, mm-hmm. and these days we're just running into all kinds of weird stuff. I mean, not only backing those guys on domestic calls, but having our own, uh, with people beating on each other in cars while they're driving down the highway and, and <laughs> causing all kinds of crazy stuff. The highway violence calls have gotten really, really, crazy. really like, road rage. Oh God. Pulling guns on each other for nothing. Like oh, dear God. my best advice to people is to take a breath, slow down, let the mm-hmm. go and go about your merry way. Because honestly, you don't know where that person is in life and what their, what their mindset is and, what you're about to get yourself into. So, um, dealing with that kind of stuff has gotten a little different. Um, I will tell you since COVID happened, it feels like people entirely have forgotten how to deal with one another. Mm -hmm. And so the things that probably wouldn't have tripped them off in the past tend to get them going these days. And, um, so, you know, it just kind of has changed the way a lot of situations happen up here and, and everywhere for that matter, you know, talking to other officers throughout the state and, the stuff that they go through, um, it, it echoes across the board, you know, never have we dealt with the amount of, you know, just random shootings and crazy violence and stuff that we see these days, even in a nice, quiet little mountain town like this, you know, did, did you guys get on What was that? Uh, it was like la- a couple years ago over at squaw. There was like a shooting at the, uh, light out in front of squad. Did you get in on that one? Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were there for that. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was a, that was a crazy one. That was, um, you know, I, I don't want to bash a media partner, but they definitely ran a title before I was even on scene to talk to them. And I'm like, where, where did you even get this information? Like, none of this is true, you know? And okay. Back of the line. That's for you. usually the case, right? It's usually, yeah. Not. I mean, it was, it was a hundred percent a situation of getting a headline out before anything. And, uh, mm-hmm. and that was a, that was a tricky one because it was a, it was a full blown hostage situation. And it was a game that the, these people were playing with, with law enforcement. It was something they liked wow. to do. And it, ended up in two people losing their lives, you know, it's just one of those terrible situations, but the, you know, that's not the way it was portrayed initially. And until mm-hmm. they ended up talking to us an hour later, then, you know, it was different, but um, yeah, classic news, right. Taking yeah. it run. Uh, I mean, it's just, sometimes it's about being first and not being right. And um, yeah. that's not always the best thing or, or the best medicine for the, for the general public, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I always tell my girlfriend when we're out, um, when you guys, I was behind one of you guys the other day and you were like stopping to help a car on the side of the road. And I say like one of the most dangerous things you can be doing out there is like on the side of the road in like one of those snowstorms or something. Do you guys deal with that, that stuff a lot? Oh yeah. And like, oh. are you, are you pretty worried? Like, I mean, you're probably like really on your, um, paying attention to what's going on out there when you have to get out of the car during a snowstorm traffic's moving. I mean, would you say that's like one of the most dangerous things you do too? Yeah, absolutely. Any, anytime we're making a contact on the side of the highway, like even, even our side roads out here, you know, 89, 267, the shoulders can be real narrow and it can be in bad yeah. spots. People have a habit of always stopping next to guardrails too, which, um, I will tell you guardrails are there because somebody went off the roadway there usually. And mm-hmm. It's a, uh, a reactive measure, not a proactive measure. So, uh, I always advise people don't stop next to those, find a nice turnout and things like that. But, um, so anywhere where, you know, uh, real estate can get diminished, it can get a little tricky. Um, you definitely kind of get used to it a little bit, but I don't ever want to say that I'm used to it because the, the second I get complacent about it is probably the time I'm going to get hurt. Um, but I'll tell you the snow adds a whole different element, you know? Yeah. People can't stop in time. Well, they can't stop. You don't hear them coming either. 
Oh, so, yeah. like, I remember, geez, it was probably my first winter working back up here. And so, like, 2009. And uh, I was up up in 60-mile curve. So, if you don't know where 60-mile curve is, but when you're coming eastbound uh, from Boreal, that big first sweeping left-hand curve as you're coming down from the summit, uh-huh. that's called 60-mile curve. And uh, we, we get a lot of these little names and acronyms from the railroads, but allegedly it's 60 miles from Auburn. So, that's, mm-hmm. that's where it comes from. But um, – Nonetheless, we're, we're in the center divide there with a the crash and, and this old timer that was working there with me, who's long since retired, he looks at me and he goes, don't ever stop looking uphill. Even though Caltrans is saying they're holding traffic, yeah. don't ever stop looking uphill. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I turn around and I look back up and right as I look back up, here comes this car coming sideways directly towards oh. us, crash that we're working and you never heard a tire screech, nothing. It was just silence and sliding. And you know, like that, that good silence you get when it's snowing really hard. Uh-huh. That's all you could hear was just that deafening silence. And I just remember seeing that car sliding towards us and it ends up hitting the crash that we're working, you know, Ray and I get out of the way and everything, but, um, yeah, just one of those things. So throwing, throwing that extra caveat of snow into it really makes a difference and, uh, and can definitely weird you out too. <laughs> yeah. I bet. bet those late nights. Do you always work the night shift? <sighs> Do I always work the night shift? Uh, for the last year and a half, yes. Yeah. Um, I prefer nights. I always have. Uh, when I worked in Los Angeles all the way, well, while I worked in an area office in Los Angeles, I, I always worked nights. I just preferred it. Um, when I came up here, you realized really quick how slow nights can be up here and uh, quasi-boring. Um, mm-hmm. Which is good, right? Good. I mean, yeah, good. But Good, uh, but, good but hard to yeah uh, stay keep your attention going all night totally and uh so long story short when i came back to road patrol uh, my wife went to to school or back to school and so playing you know dad during the day and uh you know police officer at night or whatever um that's uh that's kind of what's worked out for our schedule so i i've kind of bounced around a little bit um i like swing shift a lot because i can ski in the morning and um then or ride in the morning and then get get to work, but, uh, you don't see the kids much and stuff. So night shift kind of works out good for all of it. So yeah. Nice. So wait, did I hear ride your snowboarder? Yeah. I'm a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dragon. So, My dad was a patroller. Um, he up until a couple of years ago was still kind of finicking around with pro patrol up at Baker. And, uh, mm-hmm. um, he really hated the fact that I switched to snowboarding when I was 12, but the first time I linked like a good toe turn, I was like, Dude, this is all I want to do. You know? Was, yeah. I'm definitely jealous of you guys out there on the big days for sure. Still being here. And I've never looked back now on the flip side of it. Um, and it's purely selfish. Both my kids ski. Um, it's cause I didn't want to drag them around for years on a snow. <laughs> you know? And, uh, my oldest is, uh, he's a pretty impressive little skier these days. So, uh, is he on the teams over at squad or yeah, yeah, he's on the big mountain, uh, big mountain sport team over at squad right now. So nice. He's, he's having fun. He likes it. And then the youngest is doing the mighty mites thing. And who knows? He's, he's got a attitude and an ego as big as the world. So he, yeah, f- they all do at that age. Right. <laughs> um, so I got, I was thinking about this, uh, when I, you know, I got your number from a friend and, uh, officer man, have you ever gotten this one from the drunk girl? It sounds like something a drunk girl would say, mm-hmm. whatever officer man, it was Mr. Officer man. You ever got that one? Oh, I've gotten that one or uh, <laughs> Mr. Hawks, gotten the, uh, the your name can't be real thing a bunch of times. <laughs> um, my favorite is, uh, what's your name? And I go, man. And they go, no, what's your name? Man. And it's back and forth for like five minutes. And, um, yeah, you know, it's good. But I mean, there's other good ones too. There's, there's a guy down in South Lake. Good dude. Um, 
his last name is Bacon. So, I mean, you can't, you can't write that kind of comedy. Yeah. Um, right. You know, there's, there's a savage, there's, there's all kinds of good ones out there. So officer savage, right. right. <laughs> Sergeant slaughter. Yeah. Sergeant. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's about all I got for you. Uh, officer man, officer Pete man. Um, anything else you guys got going on over there? What, uh, anything you want to plug any promotions or. Oof, yeah, so uh, we just got through the maximum enforcement period for New Year's, so that's always a good thing. And, uh, it seems and did that go good? Did it seem like New Year's was pretty chill this year? It, it was or at least it was chill, in my life. Which I think was kind of good. I think people were kind of focused on uh, skiing and getting to the mountains, which was obvious by the morning traffic every day. Um, so, so that was good. Uh, town was absolutely insane. So, you know, you take that for what it's worth and what was going on there. But, uh, uh-huh. you know, as far as what's going on in the new year, uh, you know, it's it, it'll be kind of a, a low key January for us. We're more or less just on weather watch and kind of getting ready for the next big swell of not only people but um, you know, hopefully snow and uh, and we don't end yeah. up like, not getting another flake the rest of the year because <laughs> like most people up here, I'm hoping for you know a thousand inches at lake level. I don't think that's too much to ask for. So. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we're, we're just kind of cruising along in, in our, our normal holding pattern. Our, our next big uh, kind of push will be around Martin Luther, which, um, you know, that makes sense with, with just people and travel and blackout dates and all that kind of thing. So, um, other than that though, we just want to advise people to always make the right decision and be smart out there. Right. Like if you're going out for the night, go have a good time. Just have a way to get home. Right. It's way easier to a designate B find an Uber, take a taxi, heck tarts free before midnight. Do what you got to yep. do to get home safely because uh, otherwise you got to hang out with me. And that's, you know, I mean, it's fun, but it's not always fun. So, yeah. yeah. And I, we should uh, we should actually, while, you're, while we're on this topic, we should plug the Tart Connect. I'm over here on the West Shore right now. And there's yeah. this new service, the Tart Connect, where you can like request. It's basically like an Uber, but it's free and it's just like yeah. bumping around the West Shore. Um, yeah, so the that's transit a good buses, They're hauling butt everywhere. They're, they're doing and it's all free thing. now, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Everything's free. And, um, honestly the TSA, so the, uh, the agency that oversees Tart and, and does all that stuff, you know, we worked really hard with them over a couple of years, uh, after kind of seeing what park city was doing with all their free transit and were able, they were able to bring that to Tahoe and, uh, kudos to those guys keep their ridership numbers up. Cause it is a completely free service and, uh, and good mm-hmm. on them for doing it. I think it's a really good thing for the public and, and you're seeing a lot of people on those buses and, and those tart connects, uh, all night long. And, and that's a cool thing. So I, I, I personally think it's cool. If I lived especially down around the lake, I'd be on that all the time. Yeah. It's great. Cause it is really hard to get Uber around here. And, uh, I know it's like you know, transportation truck you back to Glenshire. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Well, yeah, Glenshire. I mean, you live in uh, Reno West, basically, right, over there. Right, so, right. <laughs> I used to joke with a buddy that lives in Todd Honor, and I was like, "Well, you live in like Colfax East, so leave me alone." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what my friends say. I live, I live in Tahoma over here on the West Shore, and they're like, "You yeah. live in South Lake, dude. Like, we're never gonna come see you." West Shore? What? Where is the West Shore? I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm surprised they let you move to Glenshire. Right? Don't you have to be a firefighter or nurse to be live in Glenshire? Or? <laughs> That's pretty much my entire street. So <laughs> I thought that was the rules. I, that's yeah. why I didn't move there. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so um, any, we'll close it off here with uh, anything, any tips or tricks you suggest other than just like pack a blanket, winter travel, snow tire, I don't, anything that uh, people no, don't normally think about. Things people don't normally think about. Well, um, you know, the just kind of my normal standing points, right? Extra clothes is always a huge thing. 
Um, mm-hmm. I always tell people blankets, blankets are huge in the car, especially if you're low on gas and you're sitting there idling for a long time, you yeah. shut off and, and throw a blanket on, um, where I think blankets and towels are even better is, uh, if you got to put chains on, you know, you lay yeah. that thing down so you don't have to lay down yourself. Oh uh, yeah. That's a good one. Um, another thing for our two wheel drive friends, if you've never put chains on before, it can be kind of tricky the first time I always advise, you know, practice, throw them on in your garage where it's nice and warm before, you're laying down in that muck and guck on the, in the gutter of Interstate 80 trying to put them on. Um, and then more importantly, like these gimmicky traction devices that I'm seeing all over the place. I saw a guy. On, Didn't you guys have a post? I, sorry to interrupt you, yeah, but yeah. wasn't there a post you guys did a couple years ago that was like zip ties somebody had on their, tr- their yeah, car? Yeah, and you know, legitimately, you can buy those things. They're, they're a zip tie <laughs> that have like little spikes in them, and you're supposed to put them like six of them on your tires. Um, but just, just yesterday, I was at geez, I was driving up the back way into Todd Honor. So I was at Hansel and like Oslo and I'm going to throw this dude down because whatever. Um, he's driving some <laughs> Volvo and he's got these things that look like, it looked like an emo kid's belt, like strapped to his tire. <laughs> and it, it's got a ratchet strap that's like wrapped down to it. And he's stuck. The car is basically abandoned. He's got a shovel leaning against it, but it's like, okay, I don't know where you found this or who told you it was going to work good, but it, it doesn't and and don't use it. And then the the other thing, like, when it comes to that stuff, the, the cable um, chains, the, the ladder ones where it's just one vertical freaking cable that goes across, mm. those things don't work at all. You know, 267, they're basically outlawed on all the time now. Spend the time. They're outlawed? You, you like, you can't, you get, if you guys catch somebody with them, they're in trouble. So, so they're not outlawed. They're allowed, but there, there's a provision in the vehicle code that allows Caltrans to limit the restrictions on the highway at any given time. So on 267, when they repaved it, Jesus, probably eight or nine years ago, they actually made it a little too smooth. And uh, by doing that, it's too, like, the road is too nice. That's what you're saying. The road is too nice. First time that's ever been said in California. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, in reality, basically what happened is when the road used to be all chunked up and really terrible, you got extra traction out of it. Right. Well, mm. when they went through and paved it and made it nice and cleared back all those trees. So the sun gets it a little better. Um, they ran into what they call the Prius rule. So basically when the first Prius spins out going up the summit, then they get rid of the ladder chains because they don't get enough traction. So then you have to go to what they call Z cables, which are basically ladder chains, but there's an extra line that goes across them. And those actually do really well. And you can buy those in town all day long, but they're a little bit more expensive. So if you want to go over 267 and you happen to be a two-wheel drive vehicle, you're better off just buying the right tire traction device off the get-go than having to buy it twice. You know? So don't nickel and dime is what you're saying. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's your safety. It's your car. You know, spend the money where you want to spend it. Yeah, they don't seem to care about that. Um, I don't, I don't get it. You have a nice car, just gets no tires or chains. I don't know. Uh, You know, I mean, but it's across the board. You look at any brand new Subaru off the lot. Those are all season tires. Technically by definition, they're no good for chain control. Um, we can talk about, we should talk about that before we sign off real quick. But, uh, snow, I, that's like my, I grew up in upper Michigan, like way up North and, uh, (laughs) the UP, we didn't. Yeah, the youp. I'm a youper, uh, and uh, everyone has snow tires. I mean, it's just like a passage, right? A passage. I mean, cars basically come with snow tires up there, and I don't know how many like arguments have been made with girlfriends here in Tahoe uh, since the Don- Donna time that like all season tires are not the same as snow tires. Correct. Like it makes a difference just making an investment in your life. Right. Um, well, I, I am sure I you guys was, see that a ton. I teach a snow driving class all the time. And it's a, you teach a snow driving class too, but it's like a lecture thing. It's not like an actual behind the wheel thing. We, we okay. did the behind the wheel thing for a while. And then, uh, some kid's mom showed up with a bill for the high patrol for his power steering pump that he blew up. And, uh, <laughs> 
no more than that. No. So, so yeah. <laughs> so now, now it's all just a lecture thing. But when, when I'm there, I, I always talk about like, Hey man, like driving in the snow is like skiing, right? Your day starts off really good or really bad, depending on how your boots fit. So uh-huh. if you've got bad fitting boots, you're having a bad day right from the get go. Well, if you got crappy tires, your day's starting off pretty bad already. You're behind the curve, right? So have the right equipment going into winter and be ready for it. And if it's a dry winter, then cool. The tire guy won. If it's a really good winter or just a really good storm cycle, Hey, you're ahead. If your car's still looking the way it did before. That's good advice. That's good advice. We'll end it on that. Um, well, we all appreciate your, uh, you keeping us laughing over at, uh, the Instagram page and the Facebook page. And we really appreciate you guys service here in the town. I mean, it's, it's, what I like about it is that I feel like you guys over at uh, CHP in Truckee have like a relationship with the community. It seems like all you guys like are part of the community and uh, like kind of get all the problems that we're dealing with here and are like really part of the community. You know, we, um, we really pride ourselves in our relationship with the community and it's different and it's something that um, I've worked really hard at uh, in the 13 years that I've worked in this office. And um uh, it's something we we kind of drum into the new guys when when we get transfers in because we don't get new guys from the academy except for mm-hmm. once a decade maybe. Um, it's always older guys that are transferring in from somewhere else that have a different idea of how police work works or anything like that. And um, as cliche as it sounds, we take community policing really seriously and and we we really drum it into those guys uh, as they come in that hey our 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 relationship and our our reputation in this in this town and this community means a lot to us and don't be the one that messes it up for us. You know, do your job, do, do what's put in front of you. But, um, at the end of the day, we, we're here for these people and, and, and that's what's mm-hmm. to us. And yeah, we can have some fun along the way, but, uh, that, that's the important thing. All right. Well, that was well said. And, uh, we'll sign off on that. Everyone welcome, or thanks. Thank you for tuning in to episode three to the Tahoe trash talk podcast. Um, I'm going to plug a couple things here. Uh, we got the Alpine Glow speaker series coming up over at Olympic Valley Lodge, uh, at Palisades Tahoe. Um, we got Nick Russell speaking on the 6th of the month at 7 PM. And that's about all I got to plug right now. Uh, everything feels right in the world. We got 212 inches of snow or something like that in December and everything feels great. Um, as soon as I get my partner, Kayla back here, we'll be doing regular podcasts every Monday coming to you guys from, from the live show. So thank you.